this morning to the 8th chapter of the book of Romans. Praise God. Romans, the 8th chapter, we'll start in the 29th verse. Romans eight twenty nine said, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate, be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. What w- shall we, uh, what shall we then say to these things? If you've been justified, if you've been called, if you've been glorified, just what will you say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. Amplified said, What then shall we say to all this? If God be for us, who can be against us? What then shall we say to all this? All of what? That God's called you. That He has already conformed you to the exact image of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, if He's called you, justified you, and has also glorified you, just what are you going to say about this? Or anybody else going to say about this? Or just what can Satan say about this? Or what can any man say about this? It makes no difference, praise God, for if God be for us, what difference it make who's against us? Well, I've got a lot of opposition. Well, good. Hallelujah. You might be doing a little something for God. Praise God. Cotton patch. Now listen to this. If God is rooting for us, who can win over us? If God's rooting for us, who can, who can win over us? Norley said, if God is for us, what does it matter who may be against us? If God is for us. Hallelujah. You know, I'm going to talk to you this morning about God being for us and God being with us and then God being in us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Blessed be God. Hallelujah. Sandy and Hedlum said, their translation said, With God on our side, what enemy can we fear? Do you know Franklin Delano Roosevelt, when I was a kid, said the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Do you know that had to come from the Word of Almighty God? That had to be inspired by the Spirit of God. The only thing you have to fear is fear itself. Why should I fear if God be for me? What difference does it make who's against me? If God be for me, what difference does it make of the problem that comes up? What difference does it make of what the sickness says or the financial need, or anything else, if God be for me, what difference does it make? If God's on my side, if God's rooting for me, what difference? How big is the problem? They said when I was a kid, the bigger the, bigger the problem, the harder they fall. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can you say amen this morning? If God be for me, why should I have any fear? Why should I worry about a financial need? Well, I can't meet that need, no, but my God can. 
<laughs> well, why should I be worried over a doctor's report when I've got the great physician? And he said he's for me. He's not against me, and he's not putting it on me, praise God. He's the God, Jehovah Rapha, that's getting it off. Praise be unto God. With God on our side, what enemy can we fear? Amen? Now go on and read here. 30, 31st verse again. What shall we then say unto these things? What are you saying? What are you saying about your problem? Oh, it's more not how. What are you saying about a, a report that says you're not going to make it? Well, I know they got more sense than I do. What are you saying? Are you saying God's farming and it don't matter what comes up, I, I, I'm more than a conqueror? What are you saying to the, all these things? Are you, are you saying what the world says? What others say? Don't ever let someone else think up or dictate your happiness. Let it come straight out of the Word of God. If God be for me, who can be against me? Just who can stand up against me? If God is for me, who can be against me? When I was a single man, before I got saved, I was going with this girl, and her, her daddy always come by my grocery store, wanted to go off with me everywhere I went. He wanted to go everywhere with me. And everywhere we'd go, he'd start trouble. And he'd start a fight. And he knew that I would take up his part on the thing. And he thought, well, it just everything's lovely. Well, one time he come by the store, and we went to this nightclub, and he, uh, he decided... He went up there and told the band, said, I want you to play a certain song. Well, they didn't play his certain song, and so he took a chair and threw it up in the band. And his five or six of them in the band, well, they come off that band and got him. And I sat there and let them get him. And they tuned his head up. They played Marching Cross Georgia on his head. <laughs> And he didn't ever do that anymore. But let me tell you something. You've got a God that'll never leave you nor forsake you. You've got a God that if he's on your side, no matter what the battle. See, you cannot have a victory unless you go through a fight. No one ever won a championship. Just someone gave it to him. Hallelujah. When Muhammad Ali defeated Sonny Liston, there was a battle and a big battle. But he came up on top. And he was given the championship. Well, let me tell you this. God's already given you the championship. You're more than a conqueror through him who lives in you. Can you say amen this morning? Praise God. So what shall we say? So first of all, you've got to control what you say. Don't talk the problem. You know, like I've told you before, what do I care uh, uh, about the problem if I've got the answer? What do I care? I don't care what the sickness said if I've got the healing. I don't care what the financial need says when I've got my God shall supply all my need. What, my, what difference does it make if God is for me? So what shall we say to all these things? God be for us. Who can be against us? 32nd verse. 
He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? All what things? All these things. Anything that comes up, a thing is a thing. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Didn't he already say you've been justified? Who is he that condemneth? It's Christ that died, yea, rather is raised again, who even is at the right hand of God, who also is praying for you, making intercession for you. Now, do you believe if I've got the Lord Jesus Christ praying for me that his prayers are going to fail? Hallelujah. If he be for me, I've got it made. If he be for me, and he is, and he's justified me, he has called me, he has given me his glory, glory to God, hallelujah, and is even praying for me, then it looks like I've got it made. Hallelujah. 35th verse, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble, tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, or sword, as it is written, for thy sake we're killed all the day long. We are uh, accused as shepherds. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. No. Nay. N-A-A. That's horse talk for no. Nay. Nay, in all these things we're more than a conqueror through him that is in love with you. Through him that's in love with you, you're more than a conqueror. For I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities or powers, nor things present or things to come, nor heights, nor depths, nor any other creature shall separate us, shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So what shall we say to all these things? If problems comes up, we're more than a conqueror. If trouble comes, and it will, Jesus said in the world, you shall have trouble. That's where most Christians finish, right there. Yes, we have trouble. Yes, it's a terrible thing. Oh, won't it be nice when we go to heaven? Yes, all that's nice and all that's good. But he said, in the world you shall have trouble, tribulation, problem. said, but be of good cheer. I have overcome any problem, anything in this world. If God be for us, who can be against us? What difference? If God gets you well and the life and all the giants in the world is against you, if God be for you. What difference does it make? Now listen. Now listen close. Let's bring it home. What about when needs come up? What about when your light bills do? What about when sickness comes to your home? What about when your business is not doing good? What about when your family is giving you problems? What are you going to say? Hallelujah. This promise is unto me and my whole household. What are you going to say? You're going to have to learn what the Word of God says about your situation and put it in your mouth and begin to act like it. Hallelujah. You have to put it into motion. Bless God. If God be for us, who? Just name someone that could be against us. Huh? When a fellow finds out who's for him 
and that He is on our side and He's rooting for me. Praise God. When He's rooting for me, He's agging me on. Just come on. Come on. Come on. Go ahead and step out. Go ahead and say what I said. Go ahead and agree with me. Don't doubt me. Bless God. Step out and say it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God be for me. Who can be against me? Praise God. Hallelujah. Who is on our side when trouble comes? When financial needs come? When problems beyond your control comes? You know, it's problems you can't control. Now, a lot of things I can do all things through Christ. But you can't do some things about how other people act. You don't have authority over other people. But how they act and how the government acts and how, how different things act. You don't, what are you gonna do when those kind of problems come up? What are you gonna say to them? I'm gonna say, bless God, if God's for me, who may, it doesn't make any difference who's against me, praise God. No matter what. I can't help what the government does. I've never seen a government yet that was for the people and by the people and of the people. Step in writing. Step in writing. But they don't always operate like that. But thanks be unto God, no matter what comes up, when troubles come, I've got someone that's on my side. I don't care if I step out in God and I hear something from God and He tells me to build that house, I can build that house. If He tells me to buy that car, I can pay for that car. If he says to me, bless God, step out, I'm on your side, then I agree with him, praise God. Praise be unto God. Well, you ever started doing something and fear came? If you hadn't, you ain't never stepped out. You ain't never done anything. Anytime you step out and start, doubts come. People come by. Satan will see to it. People come by and tell you, you can't do that. Yeah. But if God be for me, what difference does it make? Hallelujah. You can put me out in the middle of the Sahara Desert and we're going to have church. Hallelujah. If God be for me, who can be against me? Praise God. Praise God. You know, God asked Abraham one time. Abraham was going through some things and God done told him he was going to have a, a, a son in his old age. He's a hundred years old. His wife is 90. She's past age. She ain't never been able to have children. But he told her, said, y'all are going to have children. And he asked Abraham, said, is anything too hard for God? <laughs> I mean, it, that just peace came. Is anything too hard for God? If you got a problem that's too hard for God this morning, have you got something that God can't handle? Huh? Or has not already handled through the Lord Jesus Christ in the death, burial, and the resurrection. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, a lot of people think he handled all the problems of the world except mine. I got one he missed. See, he, if he'd have got this one, it'd have been all right. Well, he got it. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, when he is raised from the dead, he defeated all of God's enemies but he defeated all of man's enemies. See, now you're more than a conqueror. Why are you more than a conqueror? Because Jesus conquered it, but you get the credit for it. You get the credit for it. Hallelujah. What are we going to say to these things? What are we going to say? 
if you've been called. What are we going to say if you have been justified? You know what justified means? That means you was made righteous. That you was made holy. That you was made sanctified. That you're separated unto God and you're a son and daughter of Almighty God. Hallelujah. And if all these things be true, what will we say about them? If God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. Amen. I'm preaching this for me this morning. I like this. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. When I first got saved, I'd been saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, about maybe a month, two, three. And I was going to a little full gospel church. And one week, my car blew up and my boy blowed up the truck motor. One week. One week. I live five and a half, six miles from El Dorado. I can't get to town. How are you going to get to town? Do you know no one ever knew I was going through that? No one knew my car's blow up. See, if, if you go telling everything, every problem you had, you ain't believing God. When you're believing God, bless God, hallelujah, you're standing on God's Word. God's Word said, I'll meet your every need. Do you know before the week was out, I had another car. And before the week was out, a fella come said, say, I, 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 anything wrong with your truck? I said, it, it motor blowed. He said, well, the Lord sent me down here to put a, put a motor in your truck. Hallelujah. If God be for you, what difference does it make whether the whole world blowed up? Huh? If the whole world blowed up, we're going to be like Bugs Bunny. You just have to go around. You ever seen that little cartoon? Uh, uh, Bugs Bunny was digging. Here come, here come. They digging the, the freeway. When it wind up, the whole freeway had to go around. Bugs Bunny had his hole. You need to be at least good as Bugs Bunny. When the problem comes up, you got to go around because you're not going over because God has made me more than a conqueror through Him who lives in me. Glory to God. I don't care what comes up. Hallelujah. We've got the love of God shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost and it don't ever fail, praise God. It never fails. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, Psalms 118 said, The Lord's on my side. I will not fear. If the Lord's on my side, I'm not going to fear. Kind of like that old boy I was telling you about, always wanted to go around with me. See, I'm on his side. And I, you know, he started trouble two or three times and I was there. But he kept on with that and I didn't help him. He learned. He learned, praise God, a valuable lesson. You better find out who's on your side before you do something. <laughs> Amen? When you start building that home, when you start to buy that new car, when you step out and buy that land, when you start your own business, you better find out who's on your side and understand this. Bless God, if my God's for me, I cannot fail. Praise God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, most Christians, if anything comes up, they blame God. Well, what happened? Well, uh, God allowed it. No, that's, that's not right. That's not right. No. See, you've got to know who's on your side. Praise God. Hebrews, the 13th chapter, 5th and 6th verse, says this. 
<coughs> Hebrews 13, 5, he said, I'll never leave you, nor I will never forsake you. I'll never leave you, nor will I forsake you. I'll never leave you, nor will I forsake you. You know, most friends and most folks are like this. I'll stick with you through thick and thin, but if it gets too thick, I'll have to thin. <laughs> Amen? He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you so that we may boldly say, what are you going to say? Well, I don't know what's going to happen next. Oh, my God, it's a terrible situation. No, I'm not going to say that. He said, don't do that. He said, so that we may boldly say. You know what boldness is? I mean, you got to get bold. That You'll say that right in the face of trouble in face of the one that's telling you direct opposite. So that we may boldly say, the Lord's my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. I will not fear that poverty will come to me. I will not fear that cancer runs in my family. I will not fear that diabetes, my father had it, his father had it, and his grandfather, and the other side, and the other side. I will not fear. I'll boldly say that Jesus himself took my infirmities and he bare my sickness. Thank God we've changed fathers. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. God is for us. When the battle's on, you've got the winner with you. When the trouble's on, you've got the greatest help you can have. You've got the ultimate weapon. Almighty God. See, he said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We have God's strength. I'm operating in the God kind of power. I've got God's total package behind me. Everything He is, every bit of His power, every bit of His authority stands behind me. And now I'm more than a conqueror through Him who loves me. And no matter what comes, I'm not going under. I'm going over because I'm more than a conqueror through Him. Shout hallelujah. So let the problems come. Let the troubles come. Let the needs arise because I've got the answer. Praise be unto God. If God be for me, who, who can be against me? Do you know if your enemy knows who is for you, he's going to take his time about coming up against you. Huh? When you know who's for you. Hallelujah. If he's for me, just jump on, big boy. Just shoot your best shot. Hallelujah. I'm more than a conqueror. How? Through him who lives in me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So I can boldly say, Lord's my help. Lord's helping me. You want a little helping of what he's got? Just jump on. Hallelujah. 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 2 Corinthians 2.14 said, Now thanks be unto God which always causes me to triumph. He'll never leave. He'll never forsake me. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. 
He's not only for us, but God is with us. You know, John Wesley, one of the great reformers, started the Methodist church. He and the religious leaders of that day thought that Almighty God would only meet them inside the church building or at the altar. And they thought that was the only place that they could meet with God. But one day, John Wesley, as a reformer, began to teach some things that they could be born again and they could be saved now. And they didn't have to go through a lot of other rituals. And as he was teaching that, the religious people in his church gathered up cabbage, tomatoes, and run him out and throwed him out, throwed him out of the church. And he got out there and he said, well, they won't desecrate the graveyard. And he got out in the graveyard and got up on top of his daddy's tombstone and went to preach it. And the supernatural power of God fell out there and people began to repent and get born again in the graveyard. They didn't know God would meet them anywhere except in the church or at the altar. But let me tell you something. Bless God, God's not only for us, but He's with us. Hallelujah. When you walk, your God walks, praise God. And they found out that you didn't have to just be in a building, that you didn't have to just be at an old altar. Bless God, God would would never leave you, that He would never forsake you, than that He would be with you always. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll never leave you. But He said something else. I'll never forsake you. I'll never forsake you. Praise God. When you step out in a battle, I don't care what it is, if the doctor said, you got cancer, I got someone bigger than cancer living in me. If the doctor said, you have got diabetes, I don't care. I got another opinion, and his opinion's the highest in the universe. He said, don't forget your benefits. What do we say to all these things? I know your benefits. What is your benefit? Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, and healeth all thy diseases. That's what our God said. He said, He's Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healeth thee. He said, I'm Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that knew you had a need before you even thought you had a need. And I've already met that need in Christ. Praise God, hallelujah. So what do we say to all these things? If He's for me, He'll never forsake me. He'll never leave me. Praise God, hallelujah, through thick and thin. One time as a young man, I didn't know the Lord, but uh, uh, the prosecuting attorney accused me of doing some things. And I'd done a lot of things, but I didn't do what he accused me of doing. And I waited two years till I run upon him. And him and his wife came in in a beer joint, in a joint that I was in. And my cousin was there, his name Tony Porter, him and his wife, and another man. They came in, and, and, and I told my cousin, I said, now this fellow that's, at, at, that's with the prosecutor, I said, now you just take and hold him, he's a little old bitty fellow, just hold him by the, by the ear or something, and just, I don't want no problem with him, but I'm fixing to whoop him, the prosecutor turned. And so when I went outside, I waited till they got through, and he came outside, and so I tapped the prosecuting attorney a little bit and he knocked him over a car. 
And I looked up and my cousin outrun a car up the road. He was running up the road. I mean, he's outrunning cars and he was a big fella. But you know, when problems come up, the Lord won't ever leave you. You can depend on him every time. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll be with you always, even unto the end of the world. Can you say amen? Praise be unto God. Matthew 28, 20, it said, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. It was a preacher one time always trying to get his wife to go up in an airplane. She said, I'm not going. I'm just not going to fly in no airplane. I'm going to get just as high as I can go, as long as I can keep one foot on the ground. I'm going to just do it, you know, as far as I'm going. He said, well, sugar, don't worry about it. The Lord is with you. She said, yeah, but he said, lo, I'll be with you always. Hallelujah. I was like that for years till I got to fly, and I got where I like it. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So he said, I'll be with you always, even unto the end of the earth. In Psalms 91, he said, I'll be with you in trouble. Someone said, yes, he's with me in trouble. He's with me all the time. I'm always in trouble. No, he said, I'll be with you in trouble and I will deliver you. I will deliver you. Who said that? The great I am. Who said that? The one, the great I am. I like to say it like this. The, the great I am ready. I am ready. When the problem comes up, our God's ready. You don't have to call on him and wait two days. Bless God. When the problem comes up, I'll be with you in trouble. I'm right there with you. Hallelujah. And I will deliver you. Praise God. Who said I'll deliver you? The great God El Shaddai, the one that's more than enough. The one that blessed God that, that caused the Israeli children to cross the Red Sea dry shod. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The one that supernaturally fed them. The one that was there in the lion's den with Daniel. He was there with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and they didn't burn up. Our God is more than enough and I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll be with you always. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know in James, the fifth chapter, 13th verse, says any among you going through affliction or trial or trouble. So it's not uncommon to go through things. It's not uncommon. It's common. It's uncommon if you don't go through things. If you don't ever have a problem in life, something's wrong. I think it's your line. <laughs> Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, Moses, when he went in to the promised land, he sent out 12 spies and 10 of them came back and gave an evil report. Now two of them come back, you know what they said? Said we're able to, more than able to do it. We can take it. 10 of them said we can't do it. It's giants in the land. It's a land of milk and honey, but that land will eat us up. How's land going to eat you up? Man, they done, he said, they said we look like grasshoppers upside them folks. Well, how do they know what they look like? They didn't have an interview with them. That's just what they had in their head. There's giants in the land. Do you know it's still giants in the land? 
They ought to say about the body of Christ, there's giants in the body of Christ now. They know who they are. They know God's for them. They know God's with them. And they know God's in them. And they know they're more than a conqueror. And they know that their God will never leave them, that he'll never forsake them, that he'll always be with them. Giants in the land. Giants that know who they are. Praise God. You know, Joshua and Caleb was the only two that came back with a decent report. The rest of them were scared to death. They got the whole nation worked up. They wanted to kill them. They wanted to kill Joshua and Caleb because they came back. You know what they said? said, don't rebel against the Lord. said, them giants out there is bread for us. said, we'll eat them up like a bear eating bones. said, we'll eat them alive. How can you say that? said, their defenses departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. If the Lord's with you, what difference does it make how tall he is? How big the problem? If he's giant, if he's 11 foot 90, what difference does it make if God be for you, who can be against you? If God be with you, what difference does it make? You know, they came back, they said, the whole congregation said, well, let's stone those folks. You know, that's a terrible thing. Here's a fellow comes back and say, we can do something. Oh, no, we can't. Ready to fight. See? But they're ready to side in with them and said, we can't do it. See? Someone said, the majority is always right. I ain't never seen the majority right yet. Amen? Well, the majority ought to be right. Yeah, they ought to be, but they're not. Joshua and Caleb said, we can go up at once. Why? For God is with us. Hallelujah. Now, God is not just for you and with you, but now God is in us. He's found him a home. He's found him a home. You know, when Jesus came, he was Emmanuel. That meant God with us. But he's not just God with us. He is now God in us. And that's a whole lot of difference. Amen. Praise God. 1 John 4, 4 said, Greater is he that is in you. The greater is he that is in you than any problem that can come up in the world. Well, what's he doing in you? See, what's this God in you doing? Is he just tagging along, you know, just caught him a ride or something? No, he's in there to put you over. He's in there to see that you're more than a conqueror. He's in there anointing you with a supernatural power not only to live in this life, but live as a king and a priest and enjoy life, praise God. He said over there in Deuteronomy, he said, you know you can have heaven on earth. Most folks having hell on earth. Problem, problem, problem. Don't know what to do about them and hadn't got sense enough to find out. You listening to me? Well, I go to church. If your church ain't helped you in 20 years, it ain't going to help you now. Amen? Hallelujah. Well, Granny went there. Well, if Granny is living, she'd have sense enough to leave. Go where you can get some help. Go where you can learn something. Go where you're inspired to step out on God. Go where God's moving and it's the supernatural's there and you can know, bless God, He's not only for me, but He's in me, praise God. Glory to God. 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First John 4, 4 said, Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. An oily translation. Said, He who is in you is mightier than he that's in the world. And this ain't mighty mouse we're talking about. And this ain't Spider-Man. And this ain't some kind of cartoon. And it ain't some kind of pie in the sky or something. This is the supernatural God that created the universe, praise God, that made the heavens, the earth, and the seas, and all that in them is. That same God's living on the inside of you, praise God. Greater is He. Mightier is He. Do you believe He's mightier than cancer? Do you believe He's mightier than a heart attack? Do you believe He's mightier than arthritis? Do you believe, bless God, diabetes took a whooping on that cross and Jesus Christ was raised victorious over death, hell, sickness, and everything that came with the fall of man and He now sits at the highest seat in the universe with all power and all authority. Where is He at? At the right hand? Yes, but He's also in you. Also in you. All power's been given unto Him now. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. In you is the beginning and the end. In you is the great I am. The great I am ready. Hallelujah. He's done done his nose twice like that. He's sitting on ready. Just bless God. Just bring on. Bring them on. Just bring them on. What, what can you do, Satan? You're going to rob me? You're going to kill, steal, and destroy? No, the buck stops right here. That's all of that. That's over because I've got someone on my side that built the universe, praise God. And he said that I am more than a conqueror. And he gave me his authority and said, In my name, in my name, you cast the devil out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Greater is He. Mightier is He. Mightier than what? Huh? See, in Philippians 2, He said, Every knee shall bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth. So everything has to bow its knee. Everything. Who to? You. Why? Because greater is He that's in you than he that's in the world. Praise God. Praise God. So, Ephesians, the second chapter, 22nd verse, says, We are the habitation of God. See, it's not just God's for us. And it's not just that God's with us. He's not just Emmanuel. Hallelujah. He's God in us. Amen. We are the habitation of God, the house where God lives. Praise God. You know, you hear people pray a lot of time, Dear Lord, we welcome you into this house like this church. Yes, it's the Lord's house. But he, the house of God is your physical body. Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost and that God is in you? Hallelujah. So if He is greater, if He's mightier, what is He mightier than? Can you think of something he's not mightier than? Huh? No matter what. He, Paul writes, he's bigger than death. 
He's bigger than principalities and power and rulers of the darkness. He's bigger than all this. He said, do you believe that anything can separate you from the love of Almighty God? And that word love don't mean He just loves you. It means God's in love with you. Can you separate God from being in love with you? Can you separate Him from helping you in a time of need? Can you separate Him and, and say, well, oh, I'm walking this weary valley all alone. He said, let me tell you, He said, I'll be with you in trouble. And He said, yea, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm with you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. said, I'll be with you. said, goodness and mercy shall draw your tracks all the days of your life. Not fear and trouble and worry and doubt and, and, and sickness. No, bless God. He said, goodness and mercy. It'll follow you all the days of your life. Bless God. He said, I'll anoint your head with oil right in the middle of your enemies. Praise God. Right in the presence of your enemies. Anointing of God is God Himself. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 With the habitation of God. He's for us. He's with us. Bless God when you walk, God walks. He's in us. In Colossians 1.27, he talks about this mystery. What's the mystery? Christ, the anointed one, the one with the ability of God, the one that's God himself. Christ in you. Christ, the anointed one, the one with the ability of God. So if he's in me, what difference does it make what comes up? What difference does it make? Yeah, but you don't know this problem. He handled it. Well, you don't know about this trouble. He handled it. I'm in fear. Well, get out of fear. Get over there and find out that God is for me. He's with me and He's in me. Praise God. And if God be for me, it don't make any difference who's against me. It don't make any difference. Hallelujah. I can't help it if the whole stock market goes to zero. My God's going to meet my ever need no matter what. Hallelujah. And He's for me and He'll never leave me and He'll never walk off and forsake me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 1 Corinthians six nineteen, He said, What? What? Know ye not? What? He's asking the question, what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? You know God wants you sanctified spirit, soul, and body? Not just a sanctified spirit. Amen? You know what sanctified means? That means healed. Hallelujah. And if God be for me, it don't make any difference. Know what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? which is in you. He's in you. What's He doing in there? He's in there to heal. He's in there to bring encouraging words by the Spirit of God. He's in there to bring into remembrance the victory that Jesus Christ won for me. He's in there to bring to my knowledge that my God's more than a conqueror. Abraham, is it anything too hard for God? Abraham's sitting around thinking, I'm a hundred years old. My wife's ninety. Man, 
She can't have kids. She ain't never had kids. But I have. Oh, we got a little encouragement. Holy Spirit brought to mind. You have. You had a wish me. Yeah. Yeah. God says, anything too hard for me? No, God. No, Lord. I tried to help you with this meal. I ain't going to help with this, and I can't help you. <laughs> She's past age. She's un- past the time. Of- Here I am. I'm older than Santa Claus. See? <laughs> Hallelujah. But is anything too hard for our God? See, let me tell you something. When you enter into a project, you enter into a deal, you enter into something that is beyond your ability, you've got a supernatural ability. God wants you to step out believing Him on your ability and He'll put some super with it. Amen? Some supernatural. You say, I tell you what, I just can't stand that old gal. You can't. But it's starting to natural. Saying, I love. Just turn the love up best you can. And God will add that super to it. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, turn with me, if you will, to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Praise the Lord. So, He's not only God for us, God with us, but He's God in us. Ephesians, the fourth chapter and the sixth verse. You got your shouting clothes on? There is one body, one spirit. Uh, sixth verse. One God and Father of all, who's above all and through all and in you all. I could read that and I wouldn't even have to preach, would I? If I'd have read that first, I could just stop right there and we'd have went home. Our goal. Praise God. One God and Father of all. He's above all problems. He's above all sickness. He is above all trouble and trial. I'll be with you in trouble and I will deliver you. No matter what. Hallelujah. One God and Father of all who's above all. And He's through all. Bless God, He's in you all. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Praise God. God for us, with us. And He's in us. This day, this day, we ought to let that ring in our hearts. Ring in our thoughts every minute. Whatever comes up, my God's for me. Yeah, but I've messed up and I failed and I've done this. Yeah, you did. You done. That's true. Oh, I made a miserable mess out of my life. Yeah, that's true. But still, God's for you. God's in the for you business. God's not against you. God's with us, and He can be in you. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord. I don't know everybody here, but I do know somebody's here, the greater one. He's greater than any problem. Hallelujah. If you're here this morning and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, I'd like to pray with you. If you're here this morning and you say, I've been away from God and today, like the prodigal son of old, I'm coming home. I'm coming home to Jesus. Praise God. I'm not going to live my life outside the will of Almighty God. I'm going to get in there where joy unspeakable and full of glory is. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
If you're here and you need healing for your body, if you're